This just in, Russian scientists attacked and pulled apart by tentacled monstrosities. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, God, no, no. Psychic demons are taking over the eastern seaboard. Beep, 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 beep. This just in, it's the Weird Vibes podcast. Hey, howdy, everybody. Hey, howdy. How are you, you brave sensuous lovers out there. You chivalrous explorers of the ocean. <laughs> How you doing, Dana? I'm fantastic, my love. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, hold on to your butts, everybody, because <laughs> I lost my notes for the whole episode. Beep, 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 beep. That's the real alert that we need, because, I mean, I think you're hyped enough to do it. But oh, I'm had, hyped. But you had some thorough notes, too. I really did, so I think I might be you had like a you, you were, like, on the verge of doing a PowerPoint, my dude. I, I, had, I had three pages at one point, and then I skimmed the... I, not skimmed them down. I, um, I shaved them down to just the essential one page, but with just crazy shit written all around it. It must have looked horrifying. Nah, it was just, um... Thorough. I'm going to stick with thorough. But anyway, we're talking about the crazy, just bizarre, amazing case of Organism 46B. I all about it. (laughs) I believe in it, man. Okay. See, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt, because the whole reason I got so upset last time was because you said you believed in it, and even that was part of you riffing about it, because you thought it was so cool. All right, so... I discovered this story on a cryptozoology page. I I will fully admit that. My main source that I'm pulling from is a website I really couldn't find anything else about. It's called Livingist. But um, I'll quit talking around the subject. There are weaponized Russian psychic octopuses out there. They have not been weaponized yet. And also, can I read the disclaimer on mine before we really get into this? Ugh. No, I won't. I'll, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read it at the very end. Yeah, I mean, just open your imaginations, open your hearts. Come with us, children, on a journey. No, man. You don't think there are things out there that we don't know about? Okay, so for some background, Organism 46B is... Get, let's just talk about the location, and then we'll talk about whether or not it's plausible, because... Given where these creatures were found, I do think that's plausible. I think that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So to give you a little bit of background, um, there was supposedly an expedition of Russian scientists led by Dr. Anton Padalta that drilled down multiple miles underneath the ice in rural Siberia to, rural. Dis- <laughs> to discover... Um, to discover an above-ground lake... Vostok it, Station, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, Vostok Station. The, yeah, they the somehow discovered an above-ground lake that had not frozen because of the enormous pressure, supposedly. I'm no scientist, but it sounds legit to me. It says, sighted atop a vast body of liquid water beneath the ice. Yeah, you're right. So, um, Dr. Padalta and his crew get down to this site. And they start looking around. Their um, initial hypothesis was that they there was going to be multiple animals, multiple organisms down there that had 
evolved sort of independently of the rest of the Earth. And so they thought they were going to see a lot of really, really interesting, just kind of one-of-a-kind things. Yeah, it's and, like an isolated environment. Yeah, and apparently they did. And according to this story, um, they very quickly encountered this octopus-like creature that, according to their accounts, was 33 feet long, <laughs> could shapeshift, had some type of ESP ability, had... Um, it wasn't exactly ink, but it was an ink. It was, like ink, it was an ink-like substance that would paralyze you. There's actually a quote. It's chilling about one of the scientists being hit with this stuff, and they keep trying to call to him underwater, and he just has this idiotic smile on his face right before this creature, that, as they put it, snips him apart. Snips is such a terrifying oh, word. Oh, the use. beak of because all octopuses. I think about is. So Sam went to culinary school, and they at one point had to deconstruct squid. Oh, they are true monsters. I didn't eat them for years after that. when he came home from class that day, he said, I now believe monsters are real. These things are not supposed to exist. They have a plastic feather inside of them, and they're full of Elmer's glue. And they have a beak like a bird. Yeah, so that beak, I think, is, like, when I heard the word snip them apart, I got really freaked out because I all I could think of was that beak that you used to talk about. Yes, it's it's really just, it's such a terrifying story. Can I read, um, I'm, I'm not at the point, I'm not, I haven't reached a point where they found it yet, but I wanted to go back just so you understand if this is true, how deep this is. Sorry, I am going to keep speculating because I can't help it, but this says that Okay, so Vostok Station, which was established by the Soviets in 1957, was discovered to have been sighted atop a vast body of liquid water beneath the ice in 1974. It was named like Vostok after the station, but it says after 30 years of ice core drilling, the team finally breached the lake. So, obviously, like... They're not they're not making huge amounts of progress because it's a frozen lake, but mm-hmm. thirty years of drilling. Yeah, that's how far down it is. And I, I'm gonna make a little um, little admission here. I looked into <laughs> that a little. I looked into the process a little bit, and as much as I want to believe this story in all, tr- it, just to be fully transparent, in during that type of drilling, the holes are typically between. I I think they said three and five inches wide at any given time. (laughs) So unless they were horrendously thin scientists, they they probably didn't get down there that way. Oh, I didn't know that. But that could just point to a larger conspiracy. And what are they covering up? So this Weaponized is, octopuses. Okay, so the entire time that we've even been debating doing this episode, the debate that Sam and I have been having is whether or not we should even bring this to the table. Because There's I'm no like debate for me. 99... The people need to know. The people need to know about... Orgasm 46B is out there. Really imaginative story that's probably not true. Dana, did you hear that news broadcast? They just took over the Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that was you. Dana... Okay, I guess we're taking a look behind the curtain, people. (laughs) The great and mighty Oz. It's just Sam Damn Scott talking into a microphone like a dummy. I'm going to call you Sam Damn Scott from now on. That's absolutely perfect. 
I did not mean to take the the what is it? Take the 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 wind out of your feathers. I don't even know. Wind out of my sails. Oh no, you could never do that. But I'm I'm glad that you're reaching a point where you're at least willing to admit that this is plausibly not true. Am I allowed to read the disclaimer yet or no? I am willing to admit that (laughs) there are some people who might have imaginations too limited to entertain this as a possibility. And no, you can throw your disclaimer in the trash can. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will not do it. I'm going to read from under the subtitle. Oh, sorry. Do you, would you like a turn? Because I just found a whole section of my article titled Possible Hoax. Well, obviously it's a possible <laughs> hoax. The Russian government... Dana, you know what the Russian government... I mean... Smoke and mirrors. I want to be apolitical on the podcast. We're apolitical here at... I don't know what politics are. At, yeah, but I mean, the Russian government's played a pretty big role in... The our world. lives as, as Americans re- pretty recently, world. you don't think they can cover up some octopuses? I think the one thing that they would definitely not want to cover up are some powerful-ass octopuses that they found under the ocean. And I can would... we just cover that really quick, too? I, I've been octopuses? saying that really indignantly the whole time. <laughs> I don't care what it... Like, it's factually correct. The plural for octopus is octopuses, not octopi. Can I look this up while you talk? I mean, if you want to, but I had, like, a marine biology professor tell me this. Well, I mean, he's still a man. Not, <laughs> no, 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 and I don't mean because he's male. I mean, he's still a man as in, like, he's human. Humans are fallible. No, he's fallible. Like, I just, you know, I just really want to make sure. Because I've been saying it, and I've gotten pretty confident about it, so you please continue talking. I don't know if we've mentioned it, but this creature is called Organism 46B. Oh, we've mentioned it, my love. So if you want to look it up or, you know, do your own research about this very true story. I mean, what you Organism should... 46B. I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm just telling you what imaginative, open-minded people believe. <laughs> so anyway, back to the story. Back to this horrifying story, frankly. Uh, another one of the... Just terrifying things about Organism 46B is that it was a it was fully able to shapeshift. It was able to color shift like the bioluminescent like cuttlefish this we see. This blows my mind. This part of the story blows my mind. There's a quote, um so terrifying, to where at one point apparently this organism shaped itself into the into a shape of a diver. Here, I'll just read the quote. It shaped itself into the form of a human diver. We thought it was one of my colleagues swimming towards us in scuba gear. By the time the closest scientist realized what it was, it had grabbed him and torn him to bits. That, the tore him to bits is so... Well, and the thing is, too, is that, like, knowing to hold... The amount of, like, intelligence assigned to this creature, that's what really, like, shakes me at my core. Is like, oh... You were left to your own devices for millennia, if you are real, to evolve. And who knows how intelligent you are? You haven't yeah. been you haven't been hunted down by anything. Nothing has stopped your evolution. Like there's not when you're isolated like that. Like that's the whole reason. Like situations like that are so interesting for scientists. Is like when you're isolated like that and you don't have the normal array of predators that you do. Weird shit happens. Yeah, I mean, who's to say there's not some apex predator down there? I understand it sounds. Stupid. I understand. I understand. It's obviously probably a hoax, but I mean, it's just so fun to think about. And I mean, 
you know, we've been to the aquarium. Like, an octopus can get itself out of a jar. Like, the, the octopuses they have there have literally escaped through, like, the piping. That in, in the aquarium, they're highly intelligent animals. So, I just found another form of it. That it so, you're absolutely right. It is octopuses, and it says the form octopi... As if the word were a Latin second ascension noun is generally considered incorrect, but is in fact used. But this says that the Greek plural form octopodes is sometimes used, though less frequently than in the past. I've never heard octopodes, but I am using that from now on. I love, I think it's, it has, it has a pronunciation guide and I'm not certain that it's pronounced octopodes, but it's. It looks very close to that and it makes me happy and I just want to say that. Hey, breaking news, Weird Vibes podcast. Octopode 46B on the loose. <laughs> I really appreciate your commitment to this creature. So, but anyway, it's it's a shapeshifter. It can paralyze you. It's highly intelligent. Throughout their expedition, I believe it's I believe they were down there five days total. Mm-hmm. It kills three scientists, I believe. My goodness. According to the articles we've read. Yeah. Which are basically two or three. And, oh. But I mean, that's honestly, that's another thing to reference yeah. is that, like, the the sources that even mention this, which could either make it a hoax or very well clamped down on. each There's other. There's only two or three sources and they all corroborate the same information. Yeah. So... Again, there's not super, like, major sources covering this. So it's hard to judge the credibility. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm sorry, it's more than likely a hoax, but I live, as Sam put it, in an imaginative, open-minded world. Yeah, you do. That's my baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, the three casualties. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Th- there were three casualties, and this is... I know I keep saying this, but this is where it gets truly terrifying. They managed to sever one of the limbs, and apparently during the night, the limb acted independently and tried to strangle one of... The um, scientists during the night, and they managed to fight it off, and they watched the limb go back into this underground lake because it's a Jules Verne story, obviously. And <laughs> and when they're leaving the next morning, apparently their radio equipment had been messed with. What? And it had been disabled. They were able to fix it, but their radio equipment had been disabled. Okay, this is getting real freaky. So. There are three dead scientists, there is a sort of messed up radio, there's an octopus without a limb, and there's a big plug in this hole. Okay. What do you think of this, Dana Sweden? I mean, apparently Vladimir Putin was so up in arms about this that he immediately ended the entire expedition and ended the funding, ended the project. He covered the hole up, pretended there was nothing there. Apparently there is an official statement somewhere saying that there was nothing of any significance found at the site. That's official record. Okay, so are are you still asking me if I think this is like credible or if I still think this Here's my thing is now I'm going through this article that basically has like a bunch of things that would make it a hoax and a bunch of things that would also prove plausible. And I read a bunch of examples that explain why a lot of the killings aren't even like technically possible in the way that they're described. 
But I also am reading things that say, like, well, yeah, but it's, you know, the story is that they were drilling core samples, and the way that that could be a fallacy is, like, maybe they weren't down there drilling core samples. Maybe they were making much bigger holes, and maybe there is a campsite, even though geographically the way they describe it, it doesn't make sense for there to be an ice shelf. Like, maybe the inconsistencies of the story are from a much bigger cover-up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Something's afoot at Volstagg Station. <laughs> Something's going on there. I mean... Yeah. Something's going on there. Something. <laughs> going on! <laughs> yeah, I just... There's... It just... It points to something larger. When... when Not... I don't want to say, oh, when there's smoke, there's fire. And obviously, this is most likely a hoax. But something happened at the Volstagg station, obviously. I mean, here's the thing. For people to even want to come... I mean, I understand this is super interesting, but... Did did those people die? And why would you want to tell this creative tale if there is no actual source or other people at this station? If nothing else is happening at that station, what's the point of even bringing attention to it? Because if I hadn't read about this organism or this hoax or this idea or this possibility, I would never even know that they had that research station. Mm-hmm. So why would you expose it with this is what I'm saying. So it's not in the sense of like, oh, that makes it a hoax in the sense that like, it seems a little elaborate to just, like, create an entire place and context to say that this happened when it's already not a super publicized story. I could say that this, if this was wildly imaginative and it was also, like, a really big story, I would say, okay, obviously they're doing it for fame. But because it's not a super big story and it's only a few sources and this guy fled the country, <laughs> those things make me really wonder, like, even if it's not a genius shape-shifting octopus, what happened here? That's what I'm saying. I think at the very least, there's some type of misinformation happening here. Okay. I there, I'll respect that. There was a scientist named Anton Badalka who defected to Switzerland with a story. Okay. There was a Volstagg station that was being drilled at. Okay. And I do... That's another thing I want to do now is, like, has Anton Bet- do you know if Anton Padalka has done anything since? Or if I he's, don't. like, a credible... Okay, I'm gonna also look him up right now. Because the thing is, is, like, not to be super X-Files, but, like, I want to believe. Don't... I'm the, I know, I know, because we've... Full disclosure, we've attempted going over this episode before, or this as an idea of an episode before, and we came to vehement disagreement because I am very, very grounded in reality and Sam really wants to take me on a magic carpet ride and like... And it was just too big of an idea, honestly. Yeah. I had three pages of notes, yeah. like I said. I think you just had like too much evidence and now that we're just like talking about it, I'm like, okay. So are you finding anything? Um, the only thing I'm finding when I look up Anton Padulka is pictures of Vladimir Putin, which really freaks me out. Yeah, so... Let's end on that. There's an obvious misinformation <laughs> campaign. Anton Padalka is Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin obviously fought a psychic octopus. Oh my gosh, Sam. I just found like a top hit article that talks about Western media uncovering Putin trying to quiet Anton Padalka for fleeing the country. That's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness. That's what I'm saying. I think we should leave it there. Okay. And I think we should let the weird vibers of the world figure it out for themselves. Put out your weird little feelers and y'all tell me what you feel 
about Anton Padalka and Organism 46B. So, do you have anything to say outside of Organism 46B? Obviously, we went down a rabbit hole. Do you have any thoughts? Any ideas? Just don't get cooked? Is that what you say? Well, I mean, that, but, um, <laughs> obviously, obviously turkeys always get cooked oh, every, every single time. Cooked. Would an octopus get cooked? No, I would never cook an octopus. They're sentient creatures. They're right? so smart. I was thinking about something today earlier, to be honest with you, and maybe this is just, like, a post-society that we live in, but, you know in Keenan and Kel, how, <laughs> how Kel really loves orange soda? Uh-huh. Wouldn't it make more sense for Keenan to love orange soda since he's overweight? Whoa, 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 dude. There are many people out there with terrible eating habits who are very thin because they have high metabolisms and they drink terrible things like orange soda. Oh, no, I'm very aware of that. But I'm just saying, wouldn't it make more sense for somebody with an orange soda habit (laughs) to be slightly overweight? I mean... Kind of, but one of the skinniest people I know has one of the most intense Dr. Pepper problems I've ever seen in my life. Did you just say Dr. Pepper problem? Dr. Pepper problems. You know what? I, I can't anymore. And I just... You know what? I love you, Dana. I love you, Organism 46B, wherever you are. I know you can hear me because you're psychic. And I just want you to know that no matter who you are, no matter who you love... No matter where you're laying your head down tonight, no matter who you're giving hugs to, every single time, don't be a turkey, because turkeys always get cooked. Weird vibes.